Vasily Pavlovsky, and welcome back to Cultural Capsule on Nash Holos. This time of the year is often associated with celebration and the possibility for a new start, and New Year's resolutions. Celebrations often involve song, and it wouldn't surprise many individuals that Ukrainians love to sing, be they songs of joy or songs of mourning. In today's episode, I will be exploring a melody that became part of the season throughout North America. This particularly was so during the period leading up to Christmas in many forms, whether it was simply on the radio or on public address systems in many retail outlets. That song became known in the English-speaking world as Carol of the Bells, though this is not the only place it was heard. It was also covered by many popular artists, from John Williams composing an arrangement for the soundtrack to the motion picture Home Alone in 1990, to the a cappella group Pentatonix in 2013, their album that year, one of the highest-selling Christmas albums. The Ukrainian version, entitled Shchedrik, composed by Mykola Leontovich in 1914, though it is based on the folk story associated with the coming of the new year under the Julian calendar, celebrated on January 13th, 14th, known as Shchedri Vecher in Ukrainian. At the request of Oleksandr Koshitz, Leontovich created Shchedrik in 1914, and the final and third version was completed that year. It was first presented by students of the Kiev University in December 1916 and was intended for a four-voice choir, though Leontovich had started working on Shchedrik in 1901. My friend Tina Persunko has extensively researched the topic of cultural diplomacy and how it applies to Shchedrik. The impact of performances of the Ukrainian Republican Capella's tours conducted by Koshets in Western Europe from 1919 to 1921 and then later in North and South America. The idea of such concert tours was that of the head of the directorate of the Ukrainian National Republic, Simon Petlura. The following, based on Peresonko's research, was written about the Paris premiere. This is a tour of patriotic and musical propaganda, which the president of the young Ukrainian Republic has prepared for France, wrote Paris music critic Louis Schneider about Simone Pritura's musical diplomatic project in the New York Herald on November 9, 1919. In the Ukrainian's repertoire, we like the graduation emotive, their characteristic orientalism, as well as the explosions of sincere merriment, especially in Shchedrik, a song that begins with a sudden attack and in which the effects of truly wonderful humor are formed by simple gradations of voices. Peresunko continues, The Ukrainian concerts, which were supposed to raise the prestige of Ukraine in the eyes of the Western world, became the number one events in the musical life of Europe. She continued, there is an uncountable amount of evidence regarding this, and even more evidence on the genius of Lyontov. His Shchedrik received great acclamation in Vienna, Prague, London, Paris, Brussels, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Geneva, and Warsaw. In all, 45 cities in 10 countries of Western Europe. The question remains, how was Shchedrik transformed into Carol of the Bells? Peter J. Wilhovsky published Carol of the Bells in 1936. There had been theories that Wilhovsky may have been in attendance at the performance at Carnegie Hall of the Capella directed by Koshitz. However, I have not been able to find documentation that supports this theory, though he very well could have been there as he knew the venue extremely well. Wilhovsky was an accomplished musical educator, organizing children's choirs for over 25 years. 
performing both at Carnegie Hall and the Lincoln Center. Wilhowski was of Ukrainian descent, born of Rusyn parents. The ethnic homeland of the Rusyn people is in the Transcarpathian region of Ukraine. In a program on Deem TV, my good friend and grandson of Ukrainian composer who carries his grandfather's name, Kirill Stetsenko, and who is an accomplished musician himself, Wilhowski was an excellent conductor. He was a self-sufficient musical figure in American society. And as an enterprising and talented individual, he understood there was a demand for it. So it needed to be done. He also recognized that the original melody was by Leontovich, which he rearranged. On the morning of January 23, 1921, Leontovich was killed by a bullet from the rifle of a Russian Chika agent, the predecessor of the KGB, in the village of Markivka. On the same day, a matinee of the choir directed by Koshin was held at the famous Théâtre des Champs-Élysées in Paris. Leontovich's works were met with the applause of the French aristocracy. I look forward to sharing in future episodes of Cultural Capsule a series of musical discoveries I made while the Soviet Union was becoming undone. Until next time, stay well and have a great year. Dopobachnia. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you.